Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Every moment spent with you is a moment I treasure. episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. See you next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. I love everybody. <laughs> everybody everybody deserves their place in the world and mm-hmm. their place in life. Mm-hmm. And I've never said a bad thing about any of you. Ever. If you're a fan of the show and you listen to other podcasts, you know, that you was know how, much, how much shit Mullet's full of, which is a lot. I am full of more shit than every person that has eaten at a Golden Corral. But you're not full of as much shit as this movie. Let's get into it. If you're new here, every single week, my beautiful wife and I, we sit, we discuss uh, do you really think our beautiful, movie. Or do you just say that? Of course I do. Sorry. I was about to yawn and burp. I'm like, motherfucker, it's 3.20 in the afternoon on a goddamn Wednesday. Why am I about to yawn? I haven't done anything. That's probably you why. You sat your, your ass on the couch the whole day. I was editing. I'm hard at work editing for you people. Um, we talk about our lives. We talk about movies. We have fun. We have a good time. We have a big movie collection. We're trying to get through it. We'll never get through it, but this is what we're doing. Yes, I think you're absolutely beautiful. Thanks. You're welcome. That's so nice. I don't know why I have so many notes on this movie. I, I like looked down. I was like, oh, this will be a quick, nice and easy thing. You know, I got off of work early. You had the day off. We could get this done before we pick up Jillian. I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to... Take us just, you know, it'll be real, real, real short, real nice. We'll have time to do other things. No. But no, I have like seven paragraphs. We're not, of we're notes. not, we're not. We have no time for anything. But before we get to the movie, do we have anything else to talk about? I don't think so. We just recorded, didn't we? Yeah, we were, well, we recorded Young at Heart. We recorded on Friday. So we recorded like four days ago. We do anything this week. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, in your defense, you did wake I up did early. wake up early. I took you care of the worked. baby. I worked. Did she wake up in the middle of the night? She was having nightmares. I, well, and that yeah, was before she we went did. to sleep. She woke up at 5.30 in the morning. It and was she, like a fucking dream, I swear to God. She was having nightmares the whole night. She woke up. She, all she wanted was um, my pillow. So I like had to take the pillow out and bring it back in and pretend it was mine. And then she went to sleep on it. My poor baby. Okay. Because I was like, what was my dream about last night? But, like, I was doing something else, mm-hmm. and then you were helping our daughter. And I was so like... So, life. <laughs> so, a nightmare. Um, no. Okay, good. That makes me feel a little lot better in that I didn't wake up. Yo, can I give a... Can I give not a... Sh- no, don't. Not a, no, not a, you're not allowed. Not you're a, not, not allowed. A, a, so, a shout-out. Purposely give, haven't asked you. Purposely Ayo. haven't asked you because I don't want to know because Ayo. you're such an asshole. Ayo, I want to give props to the my pillow. The my pillow is the fucking shit. 
you know, I always see it. I'm like, hmm, do I really want to buy a pillow in a box? <laughs> do I really want to buy a pillow that's advertised on television? Especially by that fucking guy, by that Billy Mays wannabe looking motherfucker. And I kept seeing it, and we were at BJ's, and I have a, a co-worker who bought it and loves it. And it was on sale. It's like $29.99 instead of $30.99. That's also part of the problem. It's like, I don't want to spend $40 on a pillow. But everything I see on Reddit, other places are like, invest in a good pillow. Like, it's so much worth It's so worth it. Yeah. And recently, I have not been sleeping that well. Nope. Which means I haven't been sleeping that right. well. Right. So, I got the pillow and I tried that for the first time, I think, Saturday night. Last night, that, like, brief, like, me waking up because Julian was crying. Now that I know, that's what that was, not a dream. Was the first time, like, I've woken up in the middle of the night. Great. Since I bought it. Great. So, it, I it, shouldn't give you that pillow. It's so comfortable. It it just fits to my head. It's got, it's always like chill. I, I like it. I think it. you need to edit this whole part out because they're not paying us. <laughs> hey, if RJ Hates Rap can be fake sponsored by Seagram's, then we can fake be sponsored by MyPillow or be real sponsored by MyPillow. I know you're listening, uh, uh, Willie Hayes. Uh, <laughs> Willie Mays Hayes from Major League as a white bearded man. Um, Email us at meredithmovies at gmail.com and tell us how much money you want to give us. Thanks. Celebrity line, my pillow, no, your pillow. Let's get into the movie today. I hate you it is so much. The 1998 blockbuster Armageddon. Blockbuster. I miss, I misspoke, and blockbuster that probably won a lot of blockbuster entertainment awards. Um, and also, I think it was the biggest or second biggest movie of its year. Uh, I misspoke. It is not the Criterion Collection because yes, there is a Criterion Collection for Armageddon. One. It was okay. very early on in Criterion. The woman explained it. She didn't explain it well. But uh, no, this is just whatever bullshit version Lauren Harmon owned that Augie gave to me. Armageddon. For love, for honor, for mankind. Total complete fun from beginning to end, says WPLX TV New York. I always feel weird with like the radio station, so I'm like, oh, what we're the pixel. <laughs> Alright, fuck. How I, much writing is there's there? There's so much writing. It's so, so this good. is this fun is really can you have a magnifying glass? No. Ah, here we are. From the blockbuster making team who produced and directed The Rock comes the biggest movie of 1998, Armageddon, starring the explosive talents of Bruce Willis from Die Hard, Academy Award winners Ben Affleck, oh god, <laughs> 1997, Best Original Screenplay, Goodwill Hunting, and Billy Bob Thornton. 1996, Best Adapted Screenplay, Sling Blade. See, everybody was a writer. They should have fucking stuck to writing. Liv Tyler, The Lord of the Rings Trilogy. I'm losing my spot. Steve Buscemi, Con Air, and Will Patton, Gone in 60 Seconds. Armageddon is a meteor storm of action-adventure movie making that has you on the edge of your seat forgetting to breathe. You mumbled over movie, movie making. No, I didn't mumble. Yes, you did. That's, you, like, stuttered a no, little bit. When NASA's executive director, Dan Truman, played by Thornton, realizes that Earth has 18 days before it's obliterated by a meteor the size of Texas, he has only one option. Land a ragtag team of roughneck oil drillers on the asteroid and drop a nuclear warhead into its core. Spectacular special effects, laugh-out-loud humor, great characters, riveting storytelling, and heartfelt emotion make Armageddon an exhilarating thrill ride you'll want to experience like there's no tomorrow. Whew. So, instead of wasting two hours of what my life, I What a bunch of lies! I could have read this. <laughs> And known everything instead of wasting my time watching this movie, you definitely mumbled over. I did not mumble movie making. You did. You did. You mumble movie making. Let me see it again. 
and a meteor storm of action adventure movie making. No, but you said. have movie making. Okay, so uh, like I do, we'll review the tape and we'll determine it from there. We'll listen it to it together. We will. I'll, Cheater. I'm but, fair. No, you're not fair. The you're legitimately time, known to cheat. The one time I was not fair, I admitted it and I, I conceded the entire game. Because you're guilty. I because really, guilt. really don't want to watch the Bring It On franchise. So I will do whatever it takes. I'm so excited to watch it. Within the rules to win this go-around. Because also, I really want to have you watch the Leprechaun films. That'd be very entertaining. I really don't want to Which watch are the stakes films. for the next 50 episodes of us reading the back of the box, in case you're confused out there. Uh, so yeah, so I didn't buy this movie. I just, like, acquired it. When people it tends to happen, people, people like getting to rid give of their us movies. stuff when they move. They just drop their movies off. And at I was our like, house. "Oh, Armageddon! That's like a big dumb Michael Bay movie." But I feel like it's early on in his career where it's not that bad. Oh, it's that bad. Wrong. You were so wrong. I'm taking advantage of the fact that Jillian's not here and we're not recording. Like at nine o'clock at night, I can't be around. This movie is horrible. It's so bad. Okay, I have a lot of notes for this movie. I have a lot of notes as well. I'm it's two hours and 31 minutes. It feels a lot longer. And this is, so we did Pain and Gain, which I've gone on record as, as the podcast. Like probably and, my favorite Michael like, Bay movie. We loved that I movie. I love that movie. We watched The Rock. And also because we also we love Mark Wahlberg and Wahlbergers. That's what we do. We went to Wahlbergers. Shout out to Michael Whitten. We went to Wahlbergers. Um, we also... Uh, the Rock, which was like early Michael Bay, and like I had an emotional connection to that movie with my grandmother and stuff like that made sense. Sure. Uh, but we're I'm gonna watch like, all the Transformers. No, we're not. We have the first one. Why, on God's green earth, do I own so many fucking Michael Bay movies? We own both Bad Boys. He's hoodwinked us. <laughs> That's what he's done. He's hoodwinked he, so many people. He does, he does good. Bad, no, bad, he bad, doesn't. Bad. Good. Bad, 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 bad. So can I tell you? Uh, the first, uh, a shout out to our sister podcast, Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, here on the Arcade Audio Network. It's a great, that's the world's only game show. You can watch it live in Chicago every single week. Um, but you can also catch it on Arcade Audio via uh, podcast form every single week. The The first question I ever got right very early on, because I, I get, I normally get like one or two episodes, one or two questions right in an episode. Like, I'm lucky, because they're very difficult. Uh, the question, uh, the theme of the show was just rocks, and everyone thought it was gonna be like Dwayne Johnson questions. No, it was like, you know, Alcatraz or like the movie The Rock or like fucking Geo Dude or stuff like that. And it was like, what fact does The Rock? What significance does The Rock have um, as a movie to Michael Bay? And everyone's like talking, they're like, oh, the most explosions. I said, no, I knew the answer. It's his only fresh movie on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> and it's like barely. It's like barely fresh. Uh, this movie was a big-ass hit, big cultural moment um, for many different reasons, which we'll get to throughout the, the podcast. But you watch it now, it's just fucking noise. It, and also, the thing that really pisses me off about movies... For, well, my first note was, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? This opening is ridiculous. And then it drives me absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy when a movie... Is this small and you can't change the ratio? Yeah. Why the fuck do I own this big ass TV? How big is our TV? 55 inches? Yes. Why do I own this big ass TV if I can't watch a movie just as big ass? So this DVD. Like, why can't I change the, the ratio? It. You didn't even notice it. It drove me crazy. I felt like I was watching it on a laptop. It was awful. This... I couldn't see what was going on. So it was a white. it was widescreen. But it was like box form widescreen. Yeah, this it was DVD terrible. was probably like one of the first DVDs ever made. Okay. 
I don't even see like the year. I should have bought a TV that out. was that small. We should have watched this on the TV in our bedroom that's not even hooked up. We should have watched this on a fucking analog TV with little pixels and shit. We should have watched this on VHS and had you record well, off of the DVD. I, it didn't bother me. It bothered uh, me. I hate everything that. else. That's just a side me. note. I hate that. I also think that that was a very long leash that Eddie Griffin had his dog on. Uh, that was a real long leash. So the movie starts with, I think it's Charlton Heston during the narration about like fucking the meteor hitting and fucking guns not killing people or whatever. And uh, and then it launches dinosaurs into like... Dinosaurs killing people. Yeah. Uh, let my dinosaurs go. Ooh, do I have a Charlton Heston? No. I don't want a Charlton you Heston. Um, yeah, and then like, I'm like, I'm so annoyed early. Like, this old man's being mean to his wife with a telescope. Eddie Griffin's riding a bicycle. With a dog. And then just, like, shit just starts flying out of the air. Everyone's like, and then, like, it shows you NASA and, like, the government, like, shows you oh, it's the aliens, or, like, it's a terrorist attack. It's like, it's fucking meteorites. Like, you can tell what they are. Like, you can see. You have, te- like, the whole reason you know what's happening is because you have fucking things. I know. That can show you that what was, it is. That was one of my, that was my next note. Like, you mean to tell me we wouldn't have known these meteors were in the atmosphere? And then I like, I like the explanation they give. Oh, well... Our budget's one million, and that covers three percent of the sky. Well, fucking do something to cover more of the damn sky. Ask for more damn money. And this is also happening while the credits are rolling, and you're seeing the names of all these people that are so talented stuck in this. Like J.J. Abrams wrote this movie, <laughs> or like, like with one of many people. That's one of my things. Like this cast is baller. Like, the cast and the people involved in this, it should have been amazing. The story was by two people, the adaptation was by two other people, and the screenplay was by two other people. Fine. Regardless, this cast, Bruce Willis, Ben Affleck, Liv Tyler a little bit, Steve Buscemi, Billy Bob Thornton, Jason Isaacs, I mean, like, Michael Clark, you can go, Michael Clark Clark Duncan. Duncan. Fucking Peter Strohmeyer. Wilson. A a little bit. A little bit. Um, (laughs) Fucking, who else? We're still missing people. Just every like there were so many people who were so William Fichtner, Fichtner, Fichtner. There are so many people who are so good in this. Yeah, and they were fucking wasted. Mark Curry, Mr. Cooper from Hanging with Mr. Cooper, the taxi cab driver. Do you recognize him? They were just wasted, and that's so upsetting because you know you want a movie with all this talent in it. That's why they were able to make all those expendable movies. There's just so much. So we, uh, what was the at one point you made a comment. You're like, why is everything moving so fast? And I was like, what are you talking about? Edit, edit, edit. Oh, like, yeah, I was like, this editing sucks is what I like, said. Don't man. edit, Mullet. <laughs> That's not only me telling myself okay, to edit. Yeah. That's me just don't making edit. a comment about comment. how much editing was happening in this goddamn movie. Like, the edits were like, it was like three seconds. And then it cut, 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 cut. cut. I have I have it so many different parts in my notes. Uh takes way too long. You can't understand what's going on. You have no idea who died or feel any attachment to what's happening. Yeah. Gibberish science talk. Uh, would you would you would you name a comet or a star after me? Why are you asking that during the movie? And I was like, shut up, I'm trying to understand what's happening. Well the the man wanted to name the the comet yeah, after because she was a bitch. Yeah. So yes. I hope you choke on Almost your nice soda. Up, it is big dick. Um and also, no, but for real. Why, why, why do you insist on asking me those bonker questions? Because I thought that was the gimmick. Didn't you explain to me that that was what now my it role is, it was? Is, it is. Live up to expectations here, bro. Sure, I would name a star or a comet. What would, I would you I name would, it? Okay. Samantha. <laughs> Samantha the meteor. It's like a 
dumbass pet that a fucking mentally challenged kid has. Oh, this is my pet meteor. It's like it's just a rock on a leash. <laughs> Not a long leash, but at least long enough. Um, the premise is, from the jump, the premise is just bad. It, uh, so I have two specific Armageddon stories I want to tell based on like my research as I was watching the movie. Because I was trying to pay attention. To, uh, reading about the movie is more entertaining than the movie. Uh, I didn't fall asleep, though. You did not. That's one positive thing this movie has going for it. I mean, it. it's like watching a train wreck. You can't look away. It is preposterous. preposterous. All of it. Like, there's all this bullshit, gibberish science talk. And NASA, when they are hiring managers, makes people watch this movie. And I'm reading this fact. I'm like, how? Why? Because they hire managers to watch it to point out all the inaccuracies in it and then <laughs> to bring in a report to see how many they catch. Because there's like over 150, apparently. Yeah. I believe it. I don't that, know anything about any of that. But I know all that bullshit. But I know it was all wrong. I, I know that we would not hire oil riggers to go up in 18 days' time to drill a hole in a meteor and blow it up with a nuclear weapon. I also know there's no such thing as space dementia. I also no, know... there is such a thing as space dementia. It is. It was in the thing. That's like, just what William Shatner has. Well, no, like, it, it's not called space dementia, but there there are reports of, like, they go crazed. They, they become crazed. It's a... Dementia is not crazed. Well, I said it's not called that, but it's, like, a similar thing where they just go out of their mind. <laughs> Don't try to help this movie. I'm out. not. I'm just. I'm just trying to point out your inaccuracies. Also, the way it's he's got space dementia is just fucking poor. But Ben Affleck asks uh, Michael Bay, and the movie even tackles it. Like, wouldn't it just be easier? Wouldn't it be easier to train astronauts to do this as opposed to training oil riggers to, to be astronaut? astronaut? Yeah. And Michael Bay's answer was, "Shut the fuck up." That <laughs> 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 was it. <coughs> it's like I mean Ben Affleck is an Academy Award winner. He knows his shit for writing. Uh, he knows his shit. I don't know how many movies in a row I'm gonna have to and deal. And also for other things. He probably get one one for producing, and by this point I don't remember. Oh well, I meant in one. general, like as of today. What Ben Affleck's won more awards, hasn't he? I mean, for, uh, for like, things like best mo- like didn't. Argo won Best Picture, but yeah, I don't remember yeah, if he so was an uh, uh, if he's not an executive producer on it. He doesn't get a specific Academy Award well, for why it. Why not? That's just not di- how it works. He directed it. Yeah, he wasn't nominated he as a director. He wasn't nominated as an actor. I think that's ridiculous. Be- if you win Best Picture, you have, you're the executive producer. So the producers win the Oscars for. They don't give everyone an Oscar if you're why in the not? movie. But like they contributed no. to it. Wouldn't have been there. No, you think fucking uh, what, yes. what's an example I'm gonna yes. have here? Whatever uh, example it is, yes. Jesus. Um, what's, what's the most recent best picture of Green Book? No, fuck that. Oh, what's the one before that? I'm trying to think of a best picture. You think they gave the dog from the artist an Oscar? No. Yes. No, he's gonna piss on it. And that's not the most recent. No, oh, I just, I just oh it's the most recent. That was like 10 years ago. I, I wanted to use, like, uh, I was hoping a Star's Bun, like it should have won best picture, but like, you think they gave Andrew Dice Clay an Oscar? No, he's gonna sell it after he sticks it up his butt. Um, Look, that was Andrew Nice Clay. He doesn't do that stuff anymore. We're way off topic, which is appropriate. It's Armageddon. That was a good for you, though. What good segue? For you to, to... I ain't got time for him right now. Okay. Uh, I'm letting you off the hook. Uh, what was my other story I wanted to tell from my research? I said tell the shut the fuck up story and the Ebert story. Oh, Roger Ebert hated this movie. Okay, so I, I'm, I'm I a, can't blame him. I'm a huge Roger Ebert fan. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I own several of his books, which are just compilations of bad reviews of his, which are just, nobody could write a bad review better than Roger Ebert. His exact quote, it's on the list of his most hated films, uh, the movie is an assault on the eyes, the ears, the brain, common sense, and the human desire to be entertained. Mm -hmm. That is just magnifique. Like, that's just, like, the most perfect thing, way to describe this movie I've ever heard in my yeah, entire I, I, life. I think that's fair. Um, all this said, did you like anything? Well, I mean, I like some of the lines in the movie. Some real classic lines. Scariest environment imaginable. <laughs> I'm like... Great. What? Thank you for summing up all of the things that he described, the ice and the cold and the flame, whatever. I think it was just, it just did such a piss poor job of trying to dumb down these gibberish science speeches and descriptions and things like that. It did that because everything is preposterous. I know, but it just dumbed it down so much and I was like, okay, like why did, why was that necessary? Um... The worst chemistry I think I've ever seen. Like, let's let's wait till we get to acting. <laughs> but yes. No, but but my line is also about like the plot and like the story. It says like the worst chemistry ever. Like none between the two, uh, between Liv Tyler and Ben Affleck. Oh, because originally this wasn't a love story. Yeah, they just shoehorned why it. Why is it a love story? But what, why is it centered around it being a love story? It's about the world fucking ending. Yeah. Well, but and you need astronaut that, drillers. If you take that out, like, yeah, literally you have a, a tight two-hour movie that doesn't stray away. But in this movie's defense, can I write a C on this card, Samantha? I cried because it's so bad. No, you did not. Yes, I did. I was like, don't, it's so don't bad. Don't dare curl your mouth to tell that lie. You cried because Bruce Willis sacrifices himself at the I end know, man, for the so sake sweet. of the planet, and he gets to say goodbye to his daughter. Would you do that? What, sacrifice myself to save the world just for my kid? Yeah, of course I would. Good. I would do it. Um, I wouldn't cry then. Um, that was so fucking unnecessary. You have to point that out. I mean, I thought it was sweet. I, I'm a sucker for that kind of thing. Um, I put in here, uh, oh yeah, something else from, my, from reading like about the movie and the trivia and things like that. Uh, I think... 90% of the actors did this for the money, and it shows. <laughs> oh, yeah. It my, shows. Uh, my, one of my first notes is, Billy Bob is just cashing this check. Yeah. <laughs> like, he is so him. just on autopilot. Buscemi, who I love Buscemi, but I think Buscemi is an MVP candidate in this movie, which we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, like, like, one of those quotes is like, why did you do this movie? He goes, well, I needed a bigger house. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, they all did it for the money. It shows that they did it yeah, for the money. Yeah, Billy Bob, like, like after the first two scenes, I wrote Billy Bob Dobbin as an LVP candidate because other characters hadn't gotten introduced to the movie yet. <laughs> um, and throughout it, like, he gets a little better, but I'm like, oh my God, this guy is just like, what am I saying? Okay, got it. What am I saying? Like, just, literally, he didn't learn his fucking lines. I liked, uh, I liked uh, the musical number. That they had? What? Do they fall asleep? <laughs> when they all broke into song. When Ben oh, before... Affleck started singing. Like, who let Ben Affleck sing? Who let all of them sing? Affleck is a notorious improviser. Um, so him and Kevin Smith would clash a lot because Smith obviously meticulously writes his stuff out. And Affleck would always be trying to... See, so you're crying again. So like he would always, like at the right at the end of takes, like if like there's going to be an edit, he would like throw in 
some something stupid just to see if it makes it into the movie. And I feel like that was probably one, and they just like added it in. Like, okay, well, then let everyone sing. That'll be fun. Okay. Because there are moments, so there is little bits of things I like here. Because like, like human, human elements, and, yeah. and like and like the humor. Like Michael Bay always like injects too much humor into these big tentpole like serious films. Not to say that they don't need them, but like they're always like kind of like the wrong time or like the the wrong like skids and mud flap. <laughs> sure, like skids and mud flap. Um, From the Transformers movie. Like they're always they don't age well. Yeah. Even as like you're watching them in the time you're you're doing them. Yeah. So I'm gonna need to hear like the Steve Buscemi like oh I, I didn't know how old she was type joke. Like you know seven what I mean? times. Yeah. You didn't uh, need that seven times in the movie. So like like the like when they're introducing the team, even though you already fucking met all of them in like the actual rig itself, like mm-hmm. when you get to see all their personalities and like they're, Michael they're Mark Duncan demandos. on the motorcycle and. Buscemi like out at a bar yeah. and like Max with his mom and stuff like I like that stuff I like and I like all I like those that. guys and their chemistry you don't get enough of it because the next thing you know half of them just get unceremoniously killed um, yeah. I wrote all the rest of the guys are great uh, except for Owen Wilson um, I also liked like all, like the demand scene when like they were sitting on the balcony and he's reading them the list and like when they're getting the examinations like the psych eval stuff like. It's all typical Michael Bay silliness, but I don't mind it. I don't mind it in this. I minded that it's half the movie. Because I like a lot of them. Like, the movie's two and a half hours, and literally don't get into fucking space until, like, an hour 20, hour 30. And it's like, we could have, like, really cut this down. Would you ever want to be an astronaut? No. Why not? I really want to leave my house. You never thought, like, you wanted to do any of that kind of stuff? No, my ass is for Earth. I think it'd be pretty cool. I mean, I'd be terrified, but I think it'd be pretty cool to go into space. What would you do if you knew something astronomical like this was going to happen? Huh? We would we would find somebody that has a hole in the ground and we would be in it. I was thinking that halfway through the movie. Like, if this shit happens and, like, martial law is declared, like, we're fucking finding a basement somewhere or, like, a bunker. Yeah, in Florida, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. well, no, but, like, we'll be in the car, like, immediately and, like, I'm driving wherever, like, back roads, wherever I can. We'll find some fucking hayseed in Wildwood that probably has, like, a fucking Armageddon tank. Okay. You know? We'll be, we will be fine. You know the thing that makes me the happiest is that you included me in that. Thank well, you. Well, I mean, we is me and Jillian. Oh. Because I'm going to bring, I have to bring some of these Funkos. I got to bring some movies. Like, it's going to continue. So I need a lot of space. So you're going to unfortunately have to, in case, if, like, it doesn't happen. Like, if I do that and, like, they save the day like they do here, then we can just come back home. You're here. You, you handled everything. Hooray. Right? Make sense? <laughs> um, other things that I did not mind, uh, the, the, the nuke I, scene, so like... I forgot to ask the rest of my what? question. My, like, what do you want me to hear and what would you actually do? So I'm glad that I didn't have to ask that for you okay, to actually yeah. give me the response. You there. know I'm going to go there. Uh, the scene where like, they're going to, the secondary protocol where they're going to like... Blow everything Blow up. the nuke up and everything... It's a really good ten scene. It's probably still a little too much, but it's all right. I didn't mind it because it was it was pretty tense. Um, I thought that those actual like the pilots were. I mean, hey, I they like not, they they were weaving and bobbing. Yeah, and... I liked um, and I like some of the individual stories. So I like like Chick's story. Like I just like that actor. He's a really good actor. So him, him with like his wife and lo- I, his I bastard like son, I guess, yeah. or something. It's not a bastard son. Or like was his ex wife or she probably kicked him out for gambling. True. So it was at the craps table and stuff. Well, the crack table? The crack table, crap <laughs> so table. So it was at a table doing crack. 
cracking craps. Um, that's about all you get for me in terms of good stuff. All the rest of my thoughts are pretty bad. <sighs> so I also like the line that Chick's character says, like, but but how do you... How do you turn it off? <laughs> this is like five times. Yeah, like five times. Like, how, do you, how do you turn it off? I just like that actor. He's, he's yeah, good. Yeah, he's great. I love him. Um, it's crazy how good this movie looked 20 years ago. Like, th- like when this came out, it's like, this shit's the bomb. Look what we can do now. And now. It looks like shit. It's terrible. It looks really bad. Yeah, um, it's terrible. And I won't say, like, I think, like, the stuff on Earth is bad. So, like, when meteorites are hitting New York... Uh, in Shanghai, they killed fifty thousand Chinese people in this movie, and God forbid how many Frenchmen we destroyed. Um, but like this stuff, I guess, like on the meteor itself, like because it's all like practical effects for the most part, looks all right. But all the CGI and everything else, like people flying everywhere and whatnot, fuck, fuck it all. Uh, what else? For all the characters that I say I like, Ben Affleck's character is so fucking unlikable. I hate young Ben Affleck. So he, I hate uh, young Ben Affleck. He didn't grow into his. I, I think he's everything. Pretty versatile. <laughs> Potential. I think he's pretty versatile most of the time. You know. Sometimes, um, and I, I just don't think he grew into what he could be. I mm-hmm. mean, we talked about him on the town. Mm-hmm. We talked about him in Argo. Argo. We talked about him a lot. I mean, like, he's like one of the actors of our generation. I I know I I hate to say it, but he is. So I think you know now Ben Affleck, I think he knows like his range, what he can do, what he should do. He didn't hear, and it shows. He was just a young. I had a preconceived punk. notion going this movie. I'm like, man, this is Affleck's time. He's gonna get that MVP. Yeah, no, and he's not. He's definitely. He's not, not the LVP. He gets saved on that. We'll get there in a few minutes. Yeah, but um. Like, like it's not even the way. He, all right, so it is some of the way he portrays his character. Yeah, but he's but just he's so also un- supposed to be like a twenty-year-old. Yeah, like hot shot. But like, I don't need that. Like the whole time. No, if you wanted to watch it, you would have watched a home video. Like, like that's how you were. And then he has when no, I, met I was you. not. That's how you were when I met you. You, sh- I will punch you in the mouth <laughs> if you compare me to nineteen ninety-eight Ben Affleck and Armageddon when you met me. How dare you? Okay. I was not like that. How were you like? I was cooler. <laughs> um, he also has like 400 fucking lives. Like, he keeps thinking of all these situations where Liv Tyler has to fucking cry your fucking big stupid eyeballs out of. And then have like, get you know, survive this one crash. And then not get burned alive in this one hole. And then jump jump a car in space. And then not be the guy who goes and saves the day, or blows the meter up. It's just like, for fuck's sake, I get it. You know? It's just... And it's every, t- every time he's conflicted with that, like, I can do it! Or like, trust me! I don't give a fuck. I just don't. I don't. That underwater scene where they're training is so bad. Like, everything during it and after it. I don't like that scene at all. And then... I was like, I can't... It's like... Hard enough for me to understand what's happening anyway. Not then you're gonna put them all in the water with these other big suits and all these things, and now I'm supposed to still follow it. What? It and then bad. you have like so. Then after that, I said, speaking of bad, Aerosmith and the Animal Cracker scene. The Animal Cracker scene has been parodied a lot. It has. It was. It's it, you know Aerosmith. I mean, I get it. It's supposed to be like this sweet romantic little. It's not. Love scene. There's not a goddamn thing romantic about an animal cracker. There's not. 
Not at all. So if you could rewrite that scene, sure. How, what would you? What what food would you have chosen? Huh? What? <laughs> what food would God you have it. chosen instead of animal crackers? I don't fucking know. Uh. uh Fucking Cheez-Its. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, you might die tomorrow. What's the one food you want to eat right now? Well, animal crackers. Like, right I, off my girl's snatch. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Let me do my bad crocodile hunter impression, maybe? I don't know if that was. Watch the gazelle. As yeah, he I grazes so. yeah, but he Liv actually... Tyler's sad titties. <laughs> They're just not very good. Um, That's so, not nice. Is she, is she here? Fuck her. <laughs> She's not listening to me. And then you have the song that, like, it was, like, the biggest hit, right? Like, I it's, love that it's song. It's part of the reason I hate that song. I like Aerosmith. I think Aerosmith in, like, You the would 70s never sing that 80s. song to me? No! Like, the next time we do karaoke, you won't, like, no. sing it for I'm me? No! I'm going to sing Dudes Look Like a Lady before that. You're not going to sing Don't Want to Miss a Thing? Don't no. you not want to miss a thing with me? Uh, trust me. I don't miss anything. <laughs> no, I, I didn't mean to, like, <laughs> I said that wrong. I don't miss, I don't miss a thing. Like, I'm here. Like, I experience it all. It's a, just a grating song. It got nominated for an Academy Award and a Razzie in the same year. Just to go to show, technically, it's fun. In it, it, its actual existence, it's fucking annoying. I see how it <laughs> and is. And it's just, it's just corny. It's just fucking corny. And you get it like three times, even during the credits, during the and worst you're wedding. you're going to hear it either before or the after beginning. The, the beginning. It's the beginning. It's the fucking beginning. <laughs> Uh, you get the stupid wedding video. Like, what was like a dumb wedding video? Hey, all these dead people are here at my wedding. Here's their pictures. I mean, that's sweet. You want to put it in their memory. One of their memories to be with them. Whatever. Uh, the partying scene. Since when you used to be very romantic? There's nothing romantic about putting up easels and dead people's photos at a wedding. Like, there's nothing. What 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 is romantic about that? Honey, I love you so much. For our wedding, well, no, can we like have pictures of all of our dead friends and family? It's like sentimental. We did a lighting of a candle to be like, they're not here. That's that's understated. That's nice. It was beautiful. Not blown up 8 by 10 of Owen Wilson's fucking face at our fucking nuptials. Okay. I think I won my point now, correct? Sure. The partying scene where, like, they're, like, letting off steam and then, like, all the preparations the next day and then just fucking taking off. That's, like, 30 minutes right there. Everything just takes way too fucking yeah, long to get into been, that. it could have been a little tighter. Uh, once they get on the Russian space station, I like Peter Stromer. He, I think he's a good actor. Uh, they just raided the cast of fucking Fargo on this. Yeah. Um, but you don't understand what's going on, particularly with him. Yeah. Which is, I, I think, guess part of the fucking point, but I don't know. Um, everything about the three of them surviving, even though I like... Michael Clark Duncan in this movie and Peter Stromer is just, again, just padding on the runtime and adding a, a deus ex machina of, you know, the, another action sequence of them jumping a fucking car in space, which is ridiculous. Um, and, and then, like, his life flashing before his eyes at the end is just so, again, just corny. And then also... I don't know what it is, Bill, as recently having these director cameos in our fucking movies, but I'm sick of it. Had to look at his... Well, M. Night Shyamalan his, always is in his own Yeah, but movie. had to look at his stupid arrowhead face. His, his face is shaped like an arrowhead. <laughs> it just bothers me. Just looking at Michael Bay bothers the okay. shit out of me. Um, Why isn't there a ride of Armageddon? Well, because now it's been 21 years. I know, but you know, like it was pretty intense when they were going and... 
falling and moving this and doing through so all the stuff. This I thought it was pretty cool. Touch tone. I feel was, like they could have made a ride. It would have been exciting. It was touch tone, which I think was is technically owned by Buena Vista. So I think technically, like Disney, technically like owns. I feel the like it would have been this. exciting if they made like kind of like a Spider-Man kind of ride. I think they just it? missed that. I think they might have had it as part of like the Universal like stunt Maybe. spectacular. Or Maybe, something. but I think I'm that, sure they did something. Cause that I liked that. Like the, I mean, it looked terrible, but I mean, I could have seen it. You know, because now they have, like, a Guardians ride and stuff. Like, I feel like I could have seen it. Sure, I'm good without it. <laughs> um, what else? I, was, I think I miss. I'm, I'm all over the place because of... Oh, I want to point out again, you cried during this movie. Uh, where I was, I was laughing because Affleck, in two different moments in this movie, like, has, like, crying scenes, and it's like, oh, God, don't give Affleck emotion. <laughs> He's so bad He's at it. He's much better at just... He's just so bad no, at it. Yeah, no, no emotive. Um, all right, we scared around around enough, so let's get to MVP and LVP. Okay. Uh, Liv Tyler's the LVP. Liv Tyler's the LVP in this movie. She's the Liv. She's it's the Liv VP in this one. That was you're the LVP of this. Podcast. So like I said, I immediately Liv B- VP really. The LIVP. There we go. I got it. I, I there was a way there. Yeah, but you fucked it up the first time. I think she's. A very nice girl. <laughs> this is a typical woman about to slander the other one. It's like, very nice lady. You but know? she's like, not very good in this movie. She's not very good in general. Uh, I don't think she's a good actress. I never have. Uh, well, she's okay in the Lord of the Rings I wrote movies, Billy Bob she doesn't Thornton, really do much. I wrote Billy Bob Thornton's name on so quickly. I'm like, man, it's going to be really hard to beat this scene. And then as soon as she's introduced, hey, Harry... And then, like, her just reacting and crying and just emoting, and she's just absolutely unbelievable. I mean, she was, like, 20 in this movie. I don't give a shit. She still looks like Great, you know what that 20. means? That's gross, because she was 16 in her dad's video stripping. So, it's like watching Steven Tyler try to act with with the same size figure. She she still looks like she's 20, so I guess that's a good thing for Wait, her. Wait, how old is she now? She's, like... I don't know. Alexa? How old is Liv Tyler? Yes, yes, I would. Good. Stephen Tyler is seventy one years old. He was born on March Stephen Tyler died in two thousand and fifteen. <laughs> um she's bad. <laughs> She's they have bad. anti-chemistry with one another. There's like they no, have no chemistry. chemistry. That animal cracker scene is just it's a one of the scene. shittiest romantic scenes in movie history. And then her like yelling, "That's my father!" And her crying when Bruce Willis is saying goodbye to her. Like she almost ruins what is probably the best actual scene in the movie because it fucking made you cry because it's emotional. And it she is. just is bad at it. Even just her looking at the end when William Fickner's like, "I'd like to shake." Which is also very cool. I'd like to shake like the, the hand, hand, hand of the, the woman, woman uh, who's the, the daughter, daughter of the bravest. <laughs> it's like somebody jumps to get the, I want to shake the hand of the gardener, of the house, of the homeowner, of the clown who was at the birthday party, of the boy whose dad was the bravest man I ever known. Like, <laughs> somebody jumps to get there. And the way she just like, she doesn't do anything. She just stands there. They didn't even cut to the handshake. I know, you couldn't even <laughs> see the handshake. But no. maybe if it was a wider ratio, we would have been able to see it. Actually, fuck, you might be right. I don't know. God damn it. Uh, 
the fact that we're complaining so te- about such technical difficulties about a fucking Michael Bay movie just shows how bad this was. Um, but it's Michael Bay, so are we really surprised? Yeah, so she is bad, and she's the LVP. Again, Billy Bob Thornton, he kind of grew into it, but he's still just cashing a check. Owen Wilson's never good. Especially when he's like, uh, fucking hot riding playboy. It's like, no, look at him. I know people thought Owen Wilson was a sex symbol at one time, but all those Who? people... Why is he always like a romantic male lead? I don't know because pe- women like to laugh. You seen Steve Buscemi as a romantic male it's lead? Women no. Like to laugh. That's what it is. Yeah, Steve Buscemi's funny. He also looks like a petrified pug. <laughs> um. <laughs> who else is bad? I think that's really all, like the bad, like the bad performances. There's a lot of, like, underutilized, like... Well, and then one's, like, you don't even remember, like, that one guy died, and you said, who the fuck was that? Oh, yeah, they're, like, I was, like, oh, like, Gruber died. Like, who the fuck, McGruber? Was Will Forte in this the whole time? No, it was, like, Gruber died, and you're, like, who the fuck, like, what do I, who do I care? And, like, no, it was the guy who asked for the two twins. I'm, like, oh? The Aust- no. There was an Australian guy? Yeah, like, and he asked for his two women friends to be made uh-huh. U.S. citizens. Yeah. Also, I went, so afterwards I went to the Wikipedia. He doesn't even have a fucking Wikipedia page. I'm, I'm convinced <laughs> this is only on our copy of the movie. This character was just for us. <laughs> but it's the same thing, like, they have all these other, like, NASA, like, people, like, all, like, the actual astronauts and stuff, and the only people who even get, like, a, a smidgen of an idea of who they are is William Fickner as the colonel, and then the woman, because she's a woman. All the rest of them, like, they just are fucking a body count. You know? Um, Max, Max is great. I like that actor. That actor has a very weird, like, history. He's the Santa Claus in Home Alone. <laughs> you know, the guy's like, oh, hold all your hands. Don't spoil your appetite with those Tic Tacs. He's, uh, he's uh, 2008 Matt White. Um, I love you, Matt. Uh, he doesn't listen to this he's show. He's also, I know, that's why I said it. He's also, uh, he, the way I know him, he's, uh, like, Strange Gus or what the fuck. He's like the horror shop owner in the Disney Channel original movie Under Wraps. Remember Under Wraps? You, I think we've talked about Under Wraps on this I'm going to find before. a DVD of Under Wraps. I'm going to fucking buy it and we're going to watch it. I think we've he's, talked about it. He's a lot of fun. Uh, he's been in other stuff too. He's a voice actor and stuff now, but he's great. And again, I don't know what recently, every time I watch a movie and there's a character I like and I know he's going to die, but I'm hoping he doesn't. Last week it was because they were real people. <laughs> <That's why. laughs> but this week I was like, no, not Max. And of course Max blows up. Um, so like him, Michael Hark Duncan's always great. Uh, we talked about Will Patton. I think Will Patton's an, a, a sneaky MVP candidate, but ultimately he's not going to get there. Uh, I have two MVP candidates. One is Steve Buscemi, and the other is Bruce Willis. Now, I don't think Bruce Willis is particularly great. I think he's fine in this movie. Bruce we just Willis talked about is this. Bruce Willis. We talked he's about this Bruce a couple Willis. weeks ago. We that, did. He's Bruce Willis. Like, now Bruce Willis is completely checked out. In this... At least he's only checked out 40%. Oh, I was like, yeah. 75%. No, because, like, like the, him at the end is really oh, yeah. emotional. Him, emotional him when, like, in the nuke scene where, like, he's starting William Fickner is good. When uh, he's trying to shoot Ben Affleck. Yeah, like, he has his moments. Like, sure. you, you see Bruce Willis as a big fucking star in this movie. And I don't think this movie would be even 15% redeemable as it is without him. I agree. Whereas Steve Buscemi... If he wasn't in this movie... It it would be maybe one of the worst movies ever made. It's still a very bad movie, but I think because of his hubris, he kind of brings it up. He elevates it a little bit. Sure. So that's valuable to me. Now, Buscemi is the actual best part, I think, of the movie. I agree. Buscemi is a very good actor. He has a lot of funny stuff to do. Him just being kooky and crazy. 
Um, but then, also being like a smart guy and like yeah. contributing to stuff, I think he's my favorite part of the movie. So I have to differentiate the two. The other thing that's stopping me is that Bruce Willis literally won a fucking Razzie for this movie. And I don't know why. The Razzies are different because Razzies, you also get nominated for like your body of work for that whole year. So that year, Bruce Willis was also in The Negotiator. What's or was that? it The Negotiator? No, I think I did the wrong one. Hold on. Golden, uh, let me tell you who was up against as well. So we'll get context here. So 1998, Bruce Willis won. I'll just go to actress. I don't want actress, I want actor. I don't care who bad actresses are. Show me bad actors. Worst. No, it keeps going to actress. Um, references. Here we go. Worst leading actor in a movie in 1998. Bruce Willis won for The Siege. I'm sorry. The Siege. Which was, I think, also stalled Samuel Jackson. I was getting confused. Mercury Rising and Armageddon. So he was nominated for three movies, whereas everyone else was just nominated for one. Okay. He was up against Ray Fiennes from The Avengers, which is a legendarily bad movie. Ryan O'Neill from an Alan Smithy movie, Burn Hollywood Burn, another famous bad movie. Ryan Phillippe from 54, who's always bad in whatever he is, and Adam Sandler in The Waterboy. So I feel like it was a weak year, and because he had three movies, that's why Bruce Willis won. So I feel a little bit better. Okay. I think that that's... But okay. we can still go Buscemi. I will leave it up to you. I already said Buscemi. You want to give yourself every... So I just spent five minutes talking I said it. Willis. It's not my fault you don't listen to what I say, because I said, oh, I agree with you. And then you just kept going on your rant, so I just let you go. Because... Look, you trying to convince no one. You trying to convince yourself. <laughs> right, so I had Steve already Buscemi. said Steve Buscemi <laughs> was the best. Good, so Steve I Buscemi. I had it written down already. Well, because I, I feel like sometimes we do get tripped up on best part of the movie and valuable. Like, but I think that MVP for us is more so like... Who I liked watching. Yeah, I, I think that's what it is. And Buscemi has zero flunk in this. Whereas Willis has a few scenes where it's like, well, here's Bruce Willis. Probably being a bitch on set all day, you know what I mean? So that ultimately hurts him. So we're going Steve Buscemi? Yes. I think this is going to be both of these individuals' first times being awarded on the podcast. Right, let me confirm that real quick. Let me get my big book of, a big book of stats, as it's known here on Nowhere. Um, let me see, go to my thing. So LVP, Liv Tyler. Nope, first LVP for Liv Tyler. And then Steve Buscemi. Yep, first one for Buscemi. Okay. Um, and the, is, is Buscemi maybe the best actor that's done the most shit? Because he's in all these Michael Bay movies. Because he's also in, like, Con Air. Oh, yeah. He's also in, like, Pulp all Fiction. the Adam Sandler movies. What are you talking I'm talking about bad movies. Didn't you say Pulp Fiction? Oh, no. I thought you said a good actor who's in a lot of bad shit, too. Con Air wasn't that bad. I love Con Air. I know, wasn't that Connor bad? eats this what movie for it? lunch. What we give it? We haven't watched Connor yet. Oh, we just watched it on TV just for fun? Yeah, it's just, it was just on. Yeah. Oh, I thought we did that for the podcast. No. <laughs> I thought that we watched that and talked about it, and no, I... No, no, we did not. Um, well. But, yeah, I... Yeah, so then, yes, I agree. He's done so much bad shit. All the, the Adam things Sandler he movies. Does and... In, and not all the Adam Sandler movies are bad, but... 
the things that he like but he does a lot of good stuff too I love that he's so like also I love like who survives like he survives where like literally at any moment I feel like he just could take his fucking helmet off and <laughs> just die in space you know what I mean yeah yeah exactly. Michael Clark Duncan deserves it the Russian guy William Fichtner Affleck you know who he, who he really is he was Willis who he was Max who he was Owen Wilson who was a guy I didn't even know was in the goddamn movie and he was a bunch of people fucking nameless so you know you get off pretty light here yeah, uh I was gonna, the one question I was going to ask you was about if this legitimately happened what we were oh. doing. You already asked me. Yeah, what? I already... But you didn't ask for my opinion on it. Okay. <laughs> also, I know you. Like, when our daughter sneezes, like, we gotta take her to the doctor. So, like... No, if, I don't. If there was, if there was a, like, a news report that was like, oh, a, a meteorite has a 50-50 chance of hitting her, if you'd be like, fucking get the suitcases and load them up with fucking cheese, we gotta go... Well, no, I wouldn't put cheese in a suitcase because it would go bad. It, it would go into the cooler, mm-hmm. which I would also pack. Mm-hmm. Full. You okay. cried in this movie, I just want to confirm, correct? Yes? I teared up mm-hmm. because of the, the, the daughter-father goodbye and everything because I was like, oh, if this happened, is this what Chris would say to Jillian? I would, yeah. Hey, Jillian, tell, tell your mother... Uh, fucking go fuck herself. <laughs> the laundry <laughs> still needs to be done. Um, well, also like the thing you're an asshole. Also, like, you are totally Ben Affleck in this movie. The thing that like also bothered me was like the drop of a hat. So like they draw it's it's a typical cliche. They draw straws and somebody else like steps up to volunteer. Um, which I also didn't mind that scene. Like everyone's like, no, I'm doing it. No, like this, that, and the other thing. Um, and like they go down and like he's in mean to him this whole movie. And like you know, I've always thought you'd be a son. Like, take care of my daughter. You're gonna be a good husband. Yeah, it's like you were fucking shooting him with a gun. Because well, that's his baby girl. I know. It just. It's like you would do the same thing. This movie has fucking no nuance. I think I could say the word to the word nuance to Michael Bay. He, I'm pretty sure his chin would shit itself. He, he doesn't know what that is. Um, what else on Armageddon? Nothing else, please. Let me make sure I hit all my I had notes. Too many notes. Yeah, I had a lot of notes. I think I hit them all. Um, yeah, I think I got everything here. Just it's just a lot of I have no idea what's happening. Um, cool. Well, let's score it then. You drew it, so you will score it first. Oh man, that's that's tough. I have I have my number already. So. I mean, this is a really bad. <laughs> it is. It is. It's was. Uh, that's gonna bother me. Was I, mean, it, I like the soundtrack. I hate you. I absolutely hate you. I'm gonna, so give, much. Mm, I'm gonna give this movie. Really? A four. A four. I'm giving it a three. I'm giving it a three. So a three and a half for Armageddon. I think it was like thirty some percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, so that's that fair. that sounds about right. It's gonna that's bother fair. me. Was this number one or was it Saving Private Ryan? It was Saving Private Ryan. Thank God. Armageddon was number two that year in the box office. The only two movies to make over $200 million were these two movies. Cool. Man, 98's a weird year for movies. Here's the top ten of movies in 1998. Oh, so Saving Private Ryan and Armageddon were one, two. Number three, There's Something About Mary. Number four, A Bug's Life. Number five, The Water Boy. Number six, Dr. Doolittle. Number seven, Rush Hour. Number eight, Deep Impact, the better one of these two movies. Number nine, Godzilla, which everyone thought was going to be number one. And then number ten, Patch Adams. That's so weird. It's a weird-ass year for movies, let me tell you. Post-Titanic, post man. Everything was different. Um, all right, cool. So three and a half for Armageddon in the books. Uh, now, Armageddon, I drew 
on, uh, no, I'm sorry, uh, you drew Armageddon, but because of uh, some confusion before that, you were going to draw the next movie because I accidentally drew two in a row. So this will reset our uh, clock here. All right, and what are we hoping for here? Uh, not Armageddon. <laughs> not, uh, not a fucking action movie. I'm hoping for something quick and easy. We have Chef. We have Chef uh, coming up on the docket. We have do we? Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Okay, we do. Um, Serenity almost. We're almost there. Yeah, we're like halfway through Firefly maybe. What do we got? I'm so excited because this is a rare occurrence on the show when we draw a movie that was put up for nomination that Ooh. we declined. Okay. So I'm very excited for this because I've been dying to watch this movie since it came out, since we bought it, everything. Bling Ring. Oh, Jesus. I'm so excited. Ugh. Well, I think one of the first movies that was ever nominated. Yeah, it was. Oh. It was nominated against what? It was so long ago, I couldn't even tell you. I think it was Clueless. And I was like, I just don't want to watch that Bling Ring movie. No, so I I'll... thought you did want to watch it. Well, I bought it for you. Oh, thanks. That's so sweet. Now you have to watch it. <sighs> Yay! Fantastic. Well, I'm just... You're I'm just batting a thousand I'm here, huh, so bud? I'm excited to watch that. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I encourage you as always. It's been a bad year. <laughs> I'm just waiting for Hasn't good been that bad. shit, man. Hasn't been that bad of a year. Who is that? Sofia Coppola too. Yeah, it's Emma Watson, who it I just is. don't like. What the fuck you mean you don't like Emma Watson? Hey, maybe she'll prove me wrong. What else? So the only two things you've ever seen Emma Watson in are the Harry Potter movies, which you haven't even seen uh-huh. all of them. And Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. Beast. She's very bad in Beauty and the Beast. Yes, I know, but that's a podcast for another podcast, which we'll never do on the show because we don't own that. Or do we? Oh, no, we don't. <laughs> it might just mysteriously be empty when you open it, like that illusionist movie. <laughs> Mayor of Movies at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. I don't know why I started with the email. Uh, Facebook and Twitter are our social media presence. Uh, follow us there. ArcadeAudio.net for the other podcast internet network of shows, and this one as well. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Patreon.com slash ArcadeAudio. Uh, our first uh, of the new batch of bonus episodes for trivia is on already is going to be online Saturday. Actually, I just scheduled it to post on Saturday, and then there'll be more of those coming out uh, in the coming weeks as I'm editing them together. So be on the lookout for those. And, of course, it's Podslam season. Go to ArcadeAudio.net slash Podslam. Our annual charity uh, podcast marathon in Chicago, Illinois, at the famous I.O. Theater. Where our, our goal this year is $5,000, so please, uh, all the proceeds go to Connor's Cure, Pediatric Cancer Awareness. Please send your donations. They are open right now. And submissions are wrapping up here the middle of next week from when you're hearing this. So make sure you get your podcast submissions in, tell your friends, and hopefully you'll see them at Podslam. Samantha, anything else? Definitely not. Very good. I I mean, well, I do have one more thing. Yes. If there was some kind of natural disaster, like a extinction level crisis, Mm -hmm. what would you want it to be? So, you know, like... So there's like, you know, like the meteor hitting Earth, right? Then we, I, we've watched like zombies. I hate that I encourage this. <laughs> we watch, you know, like there's like all these different things. Like I want to be, I want it to be something fucking everything. sudden. Like I want Just it like, to be like, yeah, like the big fucking bang. Like we have 18 bang. days. No, I want it to be like, oh shit, there's a, there's a fucking turd the size of uh, 
fucking Asia on its way to the planet. You got ten minutes. Cool, let's go fucking smoke a doobie and say fucking peace. Like, okay. I, I don't want to have to worry about it, you know what I mean? I think I, I, think I would fare well in a dystopian, mm-hmm. zombie-ish... Co- no, I wouldn't. No, I would not. I would not. I think I was made for something like The Walking Dead. It's not a positive trait. Sure it is. No, it's not. I don't like being around other people. I like to hit people with things. Got good aim when I'm shooting. I think these are all valuable traits to have. Don't need to eat a lot. For mullet. This is mullet. Signing off for Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on the couch. Slash the movies. It's true, you don't eat a lot, so that is actually kind of beneficial. And nobody would want to eat me because I'm all scrawny and bony and they wouldn't... They'd eat you because it'd be easy. No. You're easy. I'd run, run fast. And I hide. You run like a fucking two-year-old rabbit. You've never seen a rabbit run. They're very fast. A two-year-old rabbit with spina bifida. (laughs) Rabbits get spina bifida? (laughs) I hate you. Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.